Hey, it's Morgan and Adia, and you're listening to Do The Thing, Chapter 39 with MNN. Two sister friends coming together, embracing our 39th year, sharing our experiences, and promoting action. Inaction is the true killer of dreams. The days of spending time thinking about doing it are over. It's time to do it. It's time to live with intention and do the thing. Hey, hey, it's Morgan. Hey, now. Hello, Morgan. Yes, we are back. So glad to be here still talking about fear and love in this here month of February, the month of love. And that is how we're celebrating Valentine's Day, huh? Yes, we are. And, you know, this is the month of love, so happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you. I also want to say happy Valentine's Day to all our listeners, and yes. thank you, thank you, thank you guys for thank you. all the listens, all the commentary, all the like DMs and text messages about our podcast. You All, all the positive make... feedback, yes. Excellent. Yes, just making my heart smile. <laughs> <laughs> making us smile and we are so appreciative absolutely but last time nah we left off with a bit of a cliffhanger right dun 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 (laughs) we did yeah y'all now got me talking so fast and before I knew it I was like almost knee deep in a story about a situation that I have been dealing with for three whole years listen talk about Fear and love and timing. That was the Mm. question, right? Have I ever had a love, but it was the the timing was wrong. And I had to admit that, yes, yes, yes. And timing is such a tricky thing because it can seem so right until Mm -hmm. you realize that it's not, you know. And usually by the time you realize it's 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 way too late. You, the time has passed and you're like, you know, it probably wasn't the right time for that. And that's why that didn't work out. But what they what do they say? Hindsight is 2020. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is 20. Yes. Always 2020. <laughs> Always 2020. So let me tell you, all I said in part one that the last three years seemed like uh, bad timing for me. But this situation actually it actually started probably 20 years ago. Woo, 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 20 years. So, <laughs> yes, I see <laughs> the tea. <laughs> <laughs> we, so, you know, we crossed paths back then, but nothing ever happened. So, um, the timing wasn't really right then. And then, maybe, maybe six years after like our first meeting, we crossed paths again, tried to start something up. We exchanged a few phone calls, and then that kind of fell flat. You know, nothing really happened there. He says that, um, he tried, but I was not receptive. So apparently that was my fault. But that that didn't really work out. But um, I don't really know about all that. I still think like it just didn't happen. You know, I plead uh, the fifth. I, plead, I I don't know. I'm not taking any any responsibility. There. <laughs> it could be true, but uh, but I doubt it. Uh, then uh, fast forward to about three years ago, which um would have been maybe twelve years since the since the you know previous encounter, we crossed paths again, and then this time, you know, I think I'm ready for love. I think I'm ready, but it doesn't really matter that I think I'm ready at that time because at this point he's unavailable mm-hmm. and can't commit. And anyway, I'm I'm too scared, right? So mm-hmm. I'm talking about fear and love, I'm too scared to commit because y'all remember my declaration, right? I'm never 
going to let anybody make me feel like this again. And so remember that declaration worked, right? Nobody has made me feel that way, but I've never been able to really like get that, that deep love connection again that, mm-hmm. that, that I had during that time either. So, you know, yes, bad timing wins again. And then listen, now we've talked about this. We talked about my surgery, you know, I've had mm-hmm. a double mastectomy, uh, been going through chemotherapy. So, yeah. you know, cancer showed up, you know, and, and, and really turned things upside down. And I mean, mm-hmm. that kind of crisis is enough to really rock even some of the strongest relationships. So, I mean, I don't know now, like I said, timing is a tricky, tricky thing. <laughs> timing is a, it's a tricky, tricky thing, but it sounds like you are open Yes, still open, you yeah, know, like I said, I'm, I am fully open to receive and to give love. So, you know, we don't know what's going to happen there. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. But uh, I'm claiming that my love is finding me. Oh, it definitely is finding <laughs> you. And, you know, it's going to find all of us. Um, and so thank you for sharing. Um, I think, you know, I'm sure a lot of our listeners will be able to relate to that yeah (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely absolutely I hope so you know a few months ago that makes me think like a few months ago you know you told me about this book right so like Mm -hmm. I said you know I'm claiming that you know love my love is finding me you know and this book kind of kind of leads me in that direction like claiming things and doing the work to call in what you want in your life and actually this book is called called the calling in the one by Catherine Woodard Thomas that you told yes. me about yes yes Love so it. you told me about it months months ago and I actually purchased it a few days ago and now now we're reading the book together we are <laughs> we're, do- <laughs> we're doing the lessons you know and, you know, it's really interesting that you um, just shared your story about, like, bad timing and things like that. Um, and after reading some of the lessons in the book, mm-hmm, Calling mm-hmm. the One, I have a confession to make. <laughs> what is that? Bad timing is just another excuse I use to avoid relationships. Mm, tell me about it. Well, from it's too hot to now it's too cold mm-hmm, I travel mm-hmm. a lot for work mm-hmm. and I don't date guys who x y and z yeah. I mean the level of excuses and rules that I have when dating just takes up so much space mm. and you know when I started like reading the book and you know applying all of these lessons I realized that what I've been doing is kind of um hoarding all of the love that I have and that I desire for like a romantic partner Mm, I've been hoarding it because I'm waiting for that one special person yeah okay and as a result like you know I really have kind of hindered a lot of my experiences yeah. yeah yeah I can see that I can see that I can (laughs) you know me (laughs) you know it's always like you know I know at times you guys are like, well, like, what was wrong with him? Nothing. It's just, you know, bad timing or this or that. But it really has, they, they're all excuses as to why. Um, they're excuses just out of habit. And I just uh, hold myself back sometimes. But yeah. I am overcoming um, those tendencies. And this book is helping. Yes. And you know what? It's amazing that all this is aligning. Because like I said, you told me about the book 
a while ago and I, I didn't get the book uh, so we could actually talk about it on the podcast. You know, mm-hmm. you suggested the book way before we even talked about or planned out our, like our podcast episode. So yeah. the alignment is crazy. But, you know, I read a line in the book uh, just a couple of days ago that um, and, and it says, I'm inviting you to continue in your quest for romantic union from mm-hmm. a foundation of love rather than fear. And here mm-hmm. we are, you know, talking about fear and love you know in in fact that you know I mean I'm all in when I think about that that quote right like I said in part one it you know it's hard to drop fear though yeah and so I love this quote because I think we need to release this narrative of like fearlessness because Uh fearlessness I don't think it really exists. I think everyone gets scared sometimes and everyone starts to make excuses, like you said. Yeah. And and so I think the thing is to like not really judge yourself for doing those things, but catch no. it when it happens. Right. Uh-huh. And so like I'm saying, I'm committing now that like I plan to continue this quest uh, with the foundation of love. And so what that means for me is like fear is still there. Right. Uh-huh. But fear is in the passenger seat. It is yes. it's riding, but it, it is not driving. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Love is going to be driving this thing. And, you know, so that that's powerful to me because I believe that everything starts and ends with love anyway. And, yes, and you have definitely. to love like your dreams into reality. Yeah. So, um, you know, while we may catch ourselves making those excuses and that timing is not right and all of those kinds of things, like we're going we're going to recognize that, you know, that's the fear talking. It's the fear so. talking. <laughs> it's the fear. And sometimes, you know what, even with fear, you have to do it scared. And yes. I know that in in other areas of our lives, we have just done things scared, you know, from moving across the country for different jobs to just taking other chances that, that we knew would enhance our lives in a positive way. We've done that, but we have to just trust the process and trust ourselves as we navigate the world of dating to find, you know, our forever love or a, sp- a spiritual partner um, as the book notes. Yes, because talking about doing stuff and and doing it scared, girl, mm-hmm. I remember I decided I wanted to keep learning Spanish mm-hmm. way back when. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm just going to go to Spain. Didn't know anybody. Didn't go on a school trip. Didn't know what school I was going to. Just it was like, you know how they have those things where people like turn the globe and yes. hit it with their finger. Like, this yeah. is where I'm going to go. It Come was like that. America style. <laughs> It was like that. I mean, I knew I was going to go to Spain, but like, it was like, I don't know what school I'm going to go to. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's going to be there when I get there. I'm just going. Exactly. You know, <laughs> and we, and we all, we all had those moments. Like I remember I picked up, I felt um, just kind of disconnected. I was lacking passion, like in my early twenties. And I decided to, you know, to apply to fit in California. And I just packed up. I said, mom, dad, <laughs> I've been accepted to fit them. <laughs> They're like a fashion school. I said, yes. And I'm going. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> and the next thing I knew, I was in LA. I was scared like, wow. and all. Yeah, I'm scared. Going. And it was one of the best decisions that I've ever made yeah. in my life. You know what I mean? That's awesome. Yes, yes, yes. But Morgan, I, I want to ask you a, a question. Um, in a previous episode, you mentioned having a spirit of devotion. Mm, yes, bring it up. So, so with that type of nature... <laughs> What is the main challenge that you have encountered um, in trying to find a forever partner? Now, this is a deep one. 
I think that what I encounter is dealing with my uh, my past oh. is being and it, and it all goes back to fear like mm-hmm. I know I have this spirit of devotion or this mm-hmm. personality of devotion mm-hmm. right so I know I'm going to go all in once you got me you got me right mm-hmm. and I know like my love is gonna be deep the actions like it's gonna be I'm all in right so I'm going to be the sacrifices I'm going to make and that's kind of how I show my love is like being kind of being sacrificial right and you know placing you as a top you know whoever the you is you know in in a top priority right Mm -hmm. but so but but when I get let down then I'm super hurt because I know that that's what I did you know I know that I just put you first I know that you know I gave up some things to to be in this space with you and to make you feel like a priority and make you that priority in my life and now I feel like it was all for nothing you know (laughs) it wasn't appreciated you know I can't get the same thing in return I'm not extended the same same kind of or the same amount of grace that I know I extend to mm-hmm. you and so it's just like you know the body keeps score you know yes. of trauma and like disappointments and things like that you may say in your mind like you're forgiven and forgetting but you have to work really hard because our bodies keep score yeah so like if it knows that like you felt this disappointment or you felt this kind of letdown any little thing that is like that reminds you of that your body will react Yes, you're right. Mm Because everything is stored. Like, you know, it's just everything is stored. Exactly. It's just holding on to it. So when I'm thinking about that, that um, personality of devotion, what I have, what I feel like is the trouble now is with that, that spirit, I'm afraid of being let down. Interesting. Yes. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Well, I mean, I, and I know that there are so many and I, I can can completely um, like relate tears as well the main challenge that has hindered my romantic life honestly is my mismanagement of expectations Mm, okay so I'm sure that you and our listeners know how it is we have this idea of how things should be and and when we meet someone it's like we create a story yeah in our minds you know which my therapist has told me is very unhealthy. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> however, you know, we, <laughs> many of us do it. And we create the story of how things should be. And then we're disappointed when they don't meet the finely crafted script that we have. Yeah. And as someone who is actively trying to just be, be in the moment and not live in my head, it's, it's very challenging. And I realize. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I trace it all back to this, you know. So growing up, before I became a middle child, that's another story, another <laughs> conversation. Uh, my family constantly told me I was special. Yes. But here's the thing. I don't think they told everyone else. Like, so when... <laughs> <laughs> so in this world they didn't of get dating... The memo. They, they didn't get the memo. memo. They did not get the memo. So in this world of dating, you know, and me carrying, uh, like, you know, that I... And I live in the space of that I am special because all of us are special. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? A lot of my conflict has been because of the expectations that I have 
of the other person. So like, you know, I meet this, I meet this great guy and then I expect him to know what I I'm thinking, to know what I'm feeling, to know when to make a move, to know when to, you know, ask me out, to know when to do all of these different things. And when he doesn't do them, I am left disappointed. Yeah. Or thinking yeah. that he's just not into me when in fact, based off of the energy and my lack of, of probably of cues to him, he may feel that I'm not into him. So true. Exactly. You know what I mean? And so I am making a commitment to divorce myself from having expectations. Okay. It's, I know it's going to be a journey. It's a process, but I am self-aware enough to know when I have to stop the behavior and that's it right that Mm -hmm. Mm self-awareness the Mm self-awareness is what helps us be able to make these kinds of commitments exactly exactly yeah because I know that basically the expectations and my you know um, habit of of always having an excuse and rules you know bad timing all of that it really is just a manifestation of fear yeah that's all yeah. it is like you know but uh with the help of you know of of just self-inventory you know and just owning and, and self-accountability and now with this lovely book that we are <laughs> navigating um I am present and aware and I can actively make some changes yes I'm so excited about continuing in this this book this course with you because I think one of the ways that we can guarantee action for ourselves is by having an accountability partner. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think it really, I don't care if it's like you're, you, like you set an intention to, to exercise more this year or to eat better. Right. Some of the ways that you can make sure you take care of those intentions and hold up your commitments is to get yourself an accountability partner. And I'm so glad you're mine in reference to this book. Yes. I'm so glad that you're mine. Cause Lord knows I need one. Hold me accountable. <laughs> Stop me in my tracks. <laughs> yes. And so, yes. And so we remember tonight, I'm going to restate like my commitment is to continue my quest, you know, for calling in the one with a foundation of love and not a foundation of fear. Right. And continue Continuing to op- be open to fully receive and give love. And what was your commitment? I commit to embrace love and not act on fear by divorcing myself of all expectations, um, just in general. And so I will do that. That's my commitment. And I am open t- to receive and to give love as well. I love it. You love I it. love it. I yes. love it. Because the truth is, Morgan, like, you know, there are so many natural hurdles when it comes to dating. I mean, from like religion to finances, you know, to career ambitions, to how you want to raise your children. There are so many things that me being difficult is just unnecessary. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I hit it. It's just unnecessary. It's just you know? unnecessary. <laughs> and you know what? And I'm just going to stop it. I'm just going to stop, you know, because it's, you know, it just comes from a place of entitlement at times. And, <laughs> and, and it's also fear kind of mixed in, but I'm going to stop. It's so unnecessary. I, I think that's wonderful. I think it's great how you could call yourself out, too. I just I love am. it. <laughs> I sat here, I mean, you know, as I was like listening to you and everything, you know, just through the whole process, I had like an epiphany. I said, you know, I'm just difficult for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> in a 
like a mean, like a mean way, but just you know, in a very almost like childlike way. Just, mm-hmm, you know, like, mm-hmm. like hard to get, but I'm not getting anyone. So I get stop, it. Stop. I get stop. it. And you know, you brought up a really good point. Dating is, is so many things you have to consider when you're looking for a partner. And you know what? I think that's probably another podcast, another talk mm-hmm. about like what questions should you ask? And we've talked about this before, so we can go on and talk about it on air. What <laughs> questions should you, you know, be asking? What is too much at the first date, you know, or when you're in the first week or so, first month or so that you're getting to know somebody? These are good things that you need to know. But how much should you find out in the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> Morgan, like that's a very, very great point because I do think that sometimes we are so excited, like when we finally do connect with someone, that we want to rush to the finish line. Yes, and so we and so we don't allow the the natural order of dating to occur, mm-hmm. and we may be knocking people out of the race before we even get started. I know. Mm, that's a I'm whole nother it. talk, girl. I'm gonna stop it. I'm gonna. I'm adjusting my behavior now that I'm aware. And you know, these are the. There are things that I can do to adjust because at the end of the day, the only person it's been impacting is me mm. in, a neg- in, a, in like a negative way. And I want the best for myself. I, mm. I have your heart, and I'm just gonna allow it to just. Uh, um, open up. That's what I'm going to do. Yep, yep. Got to knock out those behaviors and those habits that are not serving you. I know. And to all listeners, don't be difficult. (laughs) (laughs) It's so unnecessary. (laughs) (laughs) Because you know you want the person. So, like, just, you know, just be open and honest and take the risk. I love that. I love that. (laughs) Well, you know, now we could go on for days and days about these topics and we could probably find another topic to talk about now but we are running out of time and so that's gonna do it that's good oh well but morgan before we close since february is the month of love Mm -hmm. i would like to wish you a very loving happy birthday oh it's my birthday (laughs) yes welcome to chapter (laughs) 39 officially coming yes. in the chapter 39 you are officially here like welcome to the club <laughs> and you know i just wish you all of the love and success and may you release expectations and live life to the fullest thank you That's thank you thank you, you thank you love and i am so grateful to be coming in the chapter 39 uh 38 it started with some 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 mess but 39 i'm coming in strong and i'm claiming the best year yet yes excellent <laughs> i love it okay and i would like to thank everyone for listening to part two of our conversation on fear and love And as we continue on this journey of being fully present, we welcome you to join us as we set aside our fears and discomfort to action our dreams because now is the time to do it. It's time to live with intention and do the thing. Yes, do the thing. Hey, hey, it's Morgan. Don't forget to send us your stories all about fear and love or what you plan to do about your fear as it pertains to love. We can be reached on Instagram at do the thing 39 or by email at do the thing 39 at gmail.com.